I'm your host, John Frashante, back with another episode of First Team Podcast. Visit our website, firstteampod.com. For all the latest news on lower division soccer, which features a blog and an archive of all of our latest episodes, the website is firstteampod.com. The website is firstteampod.com. Thank you, John, for uh, you know supporting us. And I think you're doing it, even though you're a young man. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very young man to be sure. You know, I think I told you this. Um, I'm very, very proud of everything you have accomplished. Thank you. On this week's episode of First Team Podcast. I'm joined by Brian Costin, who joins the show from the Midwest, to discuss Chicago Nisa, who have officially unveiled their name and logo as Chicago House Athletic Club. And for short, uh, their name is Chicago House AC. There is a lot more opportunities in professional sports than what we see in America. If you look at the difference between Chicago and some places overseas, like Manchester, for example, the Manchester area is like 2.9 million people. And they have like seven or eight clubs over that. They're um, distributed through the pyramid. So I always, I'm a big believer in having an open system where you have the ability to have a lot of different clubs. I think one of the things that really makes NISA unique is that they encourage local rivalries. So I think it'll get even more exciting in the Chicago market. Not only is there a lot of room for Chicago House AC, but I think that the platform that NISA provides is going to, there's going to be a second club, a third club, maybe a fourth club down the road at different levels or in the same level uh, of the NISA pyramid. So I think that that is uh, an asset is the NISA system in comparison to what we see in other franchise sports. So are you confirming there that there will be more clubs in Chicago, or is that just a guess here? I certainly hope so. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen tremendous growth in the Midwest Premier League. Mm -hmm. Um, They're up to, I believe, 20 or more teams at this point for their first season, and that includes a number uh, of Chicago clubs like RWB Adria and Edgewater Castle. And, and in the surrounding area, you have clubs like Rockford FC and, and uh, DeKalb County United. So um, I really think that there is an opportunity for a, a much greater richness in the number of professional soccer clubs. Now, I was talking about some amateur clubs, but I certainly hope that some of those clubs um, will make the jump to Mesa Nation soon and then beyond that make it up to uh, Nisa League in the future. I I really uh, think that it's important that we show solidarity between all the different levels of the Nisa pyramid and I really wish the best for all those clubs that are a part of the system. What are your thoughts on the Chicago House AC name and badge? Well I am quite particular to it. I love it. Um, I submitted it to um, uh, the team when they were just known as Chicago Nisa. 
Um, so I'm a huge fan. And so like house music is, is something that has been around my entire life. Um, I've lived in the Chicago area my entire life and Chicago house music is really an authentically uh, Chicago thing, a Chicago culture. And it's, it's an environment. It's, it's an enthusiastic uh, type of music that I think is going to make for a tremendous game day experience. If, if the club uh, infuses the game day experience with Chicago house music or just house music in general, I think it's a really exciting and unique name, something that Chicago is known for throughout the world. Um, so I'm really, really excited about the name and how it can draw in different different groups of people into the game of soccer. Um, so I, I could not be more excited about it. I think it's it's going to be really unique to see this story unfold over the coming years to see um, what kind of environment that that can help create and, and, and it also be a platform for positive change in the community, I believe. Um, you know, the other element of the name that that people are, have started to talk about, but a little less than the, the connection to music is AC or athletic club. And um, you know, speaking with Peter Wilt and other people within the organization, it's, they really want to embody that as time goes on. Of course, we're in COVID and it's a little difficult, but hopefully you'll start to see announcements over the course of this year that they're really going to be engaged in a, a multi-sport effort that uh, is going to probably be distinctly different from many other clubs, certainly in the United States, but uh, it might be more akin to sometimes what you see over in Europe with Real Madrid, FC Barcelona, other clubs who participate in multiple sports at a high level. So I think that that's a really unique aspect of the name as well that gives the club a lot of opportunity to grow that other traditional sports franchises in the United States have never really thought about, never really embraced. Um, so I think that there's a tremendous amount of potential with the stated philosophy to be a club in the true sense of the word club in multi-sports. So it's, it's, uh, it's going to be exciting to watch. And uh, what has been the response on the ground in Chicago uh, once that name was officially unveiled? I think it's been really positive, really great. Um, you know, quite frankly, I was expecting a little bit more question marks and um, you know, maybe a little bit more negativity towards the name, but it's really been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, some people ask the question, house, why? Uh, some people still haven't heard of house music. It's uh, really a precursor, been very influential to other music genres. It's pretty much the forefather of EDM, electronic dance music. Um, so I think people are starting to get more tied in to the historical roots of uh, a really amazing thing that started in the city of Chicago, getting more in touch with uh, the culture of the city of Chicago in a new way and getting excited and getting introduced to uh, old music that's new for a lot of people. So I think it's exciting. I think that there's a lot of things that the club can do with that connection. And uh, so I think that, that it's been very, very good early on. But uh, there's still a long way to go before we play the first match. Um, but I think that you know, people are starting to get excited. Um, I've seen a number of articles from industry, music industry type of publications 
that likewise are very interested in the usage of the Chicago house name. Um, so I think that there's a potential for the club to really draw some international uh, recognition as well for what they're, what they're doing. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see uh, what the fan base ends up being, uh, whether it's mostly local, which I would anticipate, but also I think there will be a flavor of international opportunities there to really uh, grow the club uh, beyond the city of Chicago. Do you think there will be a soccer wars in Chicago uh, between MLS and NISA, Chicago House against the fire, off the field, of course? Or do you think there will be a professional relationship between the two clubs? Well, I think that uh, Chicago House made a really good move and mm-hmm. who they ended up hiring for their first head coach, C.J. Brown. He's a Chicago fire legend. And uh, people within that organization have a tremendous amount of respect for him and and what he's given to the city of Chicago. And so early on, I think it's been largely positive between the two organizations. And so, you know, maybe down the road, there's some sort of partnership. Maybe you'll see um, some of the youth players from the Chicago fire fire system playing at Chicago house. Um, I think that that would be uh, something that's uh, a real potential uh, to see down the line. So uh, hopefully it's all positive. I'm really looking forward to that first U.S. Open Cup match, whenever it may happen. Um, obviously, I'll be rooting for the house. Uh, but I know that there's a lot of people that have love for, for both clubs. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's it's uh, a net benefit for the, for the town. Chicago House, they will play their home matches at Sea Geek uh, Stadium, uh, the former home of the Chicago Fire. Can you please explain to my listeners the location of that stadium, and do you think it is the best location for the club? Well, it's the best soccer facility in the Chicagoland mm-hmm. area, soccer-specific, uh, even better than Soldier Field. Um, the location, it's about you know, 800 yards from the city of Chicago. So it's just outside the city of Chicago in the city of Bridgeview. It's a, it's in the southwest portion um, of the city or just outside of the city. Um, it's really accessible from the highways. It's right off the highway. There's, uh, you know, maybe some challenges with public transportation. There's no train route that's super close. I think the closest train stop is about a mile away. But, you know, I think that if the club does it right and they're able to provide, you know, transit opportunities from various different bars, for example, uh, pub to pitch type of thing, I think that we'll be able to draw people from all over the city, all over the suburbs, uh, and make it a really great venue with a really great environment with a very uh, lively crowd with a great atmosphere. Yeah, I think I saw on social media that the club uh, might provide some buses for fans, I think. Yeah, I believe that's the plan. So mm-hmm. uh, I know that they're they're looking at developing relationships with uh, a number of different soccer bars in the mm-hmm. area. They probably got other plans going on as well. But uh, I definitely think, you know, it's one of the things that, that, you know, there's no perfect location that has everything and accessibility to everyone, especially when you're talking about a metropolitan area that is so big. Um, as the, the Chicagoland metropolitan area is. But I think it's going to be in a great spot for a lot of people. Uh, and it's just a, you know, it's a world-class facility. And I think it, you, when you're talking about Division Three soccer, I, I know that Chicago House has aspirations for Division Two and higher as Nisa League grows. But I really, I think it's the best 
venue with the most modern amenities that you could possibly ask for in the Chicagoland area. And so uh, I think that it, it's a great first location for the club. And who knows, you know, maybe it's where they stay for many, many years to come. And lastly, uh, Chicago House, they will start play in the fall of 2021. What are your expectations for the club in their debut season? Uh, but the season looks to be starting up in August. And uh, the good thing is in the state of Illinois, uh, COVID is the, all the numbers are trending very positively. Um, so hopefully by the time that rolls around, there will be you know, much less or possibly even no restrictions on having people in the stadium. As far as the performance on the field, I think that the first half of season uh, is going to be difficult or the fall NISA league season is going to be difficult. You know, it might be harder for CJ and the club to find players uh, in the middle of the summer uh, as when they probably would be starting to uh, announce signings and things like that. So um, I don't want to say that they're, they're not going to perform as well in their first season, but it's going to be difficult to find some players early on. So it might take until that um, second window really in the winter time to be able to find more players that are going to be available and not in the middle of a contract. So, but I think you know, one of the things that we got going for us, or at least I hope we'll have going for us, is that with the name, the stadium, hopefully a lot of fans, um, it's something that uh, we can create a great environment for the team and, and push them forward so that they can be successful right out of the gate. So look at this. You know, Peter Wilt's done it before in the city of Chicago, first year out of the gate. They were tremendously, the Chicago Fire was tremendously successful early on. So hopefully he'll be able to recreate that magic once again with Chicago House. Thanks to Brian for joining me on this week's episode. I really do appreciate it. I want to end on this. Chicago House is a very unique club. What I would say is that they are unique because they most likely are the first true athletic club uh, in U.S. soccer, in America. And uh, I've seen some quotes on social media, and Brian, he has mentioned it on this week's episode, is that Chicago House ownership and Chicago House management, they most likely are talking to other uh, clubs in the Chicago market. I don't know if they're going to bring in uh, new clubs. I don't know if they're going to bring expansion teams to the city of Chicago in different sports, or will they team up with um, people already uh, owning and controlling and operating uh, sports in the city of Chicago. But I think that is unique, that is special, that is great for Chicago House AC because Peter Wilt, he always has a way of starting clubs that are different, that do stick out, and I think that's why they are successful on and off the field. He doesn't just start another soccer club. I have attended, virtually of course, the Chicago NISA office hours meeting via Zoom. And I'm not a supporter of Chicago NISA. I'm not their target audience, right? I don't live in the Midwest. I live in the Northeast. But I wanted to learn more about what was going on behind the scenes. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to ask questions directly to Peter Wilt in a scenario that we don't see in professional sports. And that's 
what makes Peter Rule special as a soccer executive is that he knows, I guess, what the soccer fan wants. And that soccer fan wants to be close to the action, wants to have their voice count. In some scenarios in the past, probably some clubs, they ask for the fans' responses, but they never listen and take that feedback on board. In the uh, club name and badge uh, recommendation, that poll that they were running over the past couple of months, and now they have a name in Chicago House AC. And Brian, he submitted that name, and now the fans have voted, and that is the name that they are going with. Uh, and it is officially their club name, Chicago House Athletic Club. I would like to know what you think. Uh, do you like the name Chicago House AC? Do you like their badge? If you haven't seen their badge yet, uh, you can go to their website. Their website is chicagonisa.com. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of First Team Podcast. There is plenty of content on the way with our second episode of the week, which is First Team Podcast Extra Time with Kiesel Broom with former professional soccer player Kiesel Broom, which is released weekly on Thursdays. Lastly, keep it locked at firstteampod.com. That is firstteampod.com. That is the one-stop shop for everything on lower division soccer.